Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Jargonaria Live, a viral marketing show with serious tips and a sense of fun. <laughs> we like to parody corp speak because we don't do that on this show. That's not what this show is about. I'm your host, Kathy Clotes Guest. I'm the founder of Keeping It Human, and I'm coming to you live today on this beautiful Thursday before Memorial Day weekend from San Jose in the heart of Silicon Valley. This show airs most Thursdays at 3.30 p.m. Pacific Time. And it's a beautiful day here, a little gray, but I hope it's beautiful wherever you are. We help business and marketing execs and their teams humanize what they do, and we do that by helping them tell their most important company, product, and customer stories to the world. So this podcast is all about making marketing practical, doable, human, fun, and effective. We're a jargon monoxide poisoning-free zone. That means... I don't like to use jargon, and most of our guests are pretty good about not using jargon, too. So we try to hold them to, to that standard. Uh, leave a comment on the blog, and thanks, as always, to everybody for sending me what you like, what you want more of. That is really helpful, so thank you so much. All right, today we are, we've got a guest that I'm going to bring on the line in just a second, Andrea Val, and she is a fantastic Facebook marketing expert. But before we bring you on the line, I sort of want to do a little bit of background here. Uh, If you're like me, you you probably notice that things constantly are changing. You know, Facebook is changing its algorithm and its capabilities, and like Google, and sometimes it's hard to keep up with everything. Just when you think you've got it down, Facebook changes something, and maybe 10 to 15% of the people who like your page even see your posts if you don't do a boosted post. So it's, it's a lot to keep up with. And there's just all these different things evolving as they should. So what are the biggest things that you and your marketing team should be thinking about when it comes to growing your business? What do you got to know? That's what we're going to be discussing today with our wonderful guest, Andrea Val. Andrea is the co-author of Facebook Marketing, All-in-One for Dummies, and was the community manager for Social Media Examiner for several years. Like me, she has a background in improv comedy, which I think is fantastic, and she uses her comedy skills to blog as a slightly cranky character, which I really love, Grandma Mary, at her uh, website, andreavalvahl.com. She has presented at Social Media Marketing World. That's where I actually got to meet her in person and New Media Expo, and she was named one of 50 favorite online influencers of 2014 on entrepreneur.com. So let's bring her on the line if technology works the way it's supposed to today. Hey, Kathy, how are you? Yes, good to be here. Yes, so great to finally meet you. It's it's one of the things I love about social media is that you can follow people and really go, wow, I really love what they're talking about. And then finally, you know, maybe a year or two later, you actually meet them in person. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, um, I, I had, listening to the intro there, I really had this super big urge to get on and just spew a bunch of dar- jargon speak. I was like, oh, gosh, that's... <laughs> Tell me not to do something. I want to do it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so it's so true. And I've had it. I I actually had synergy and I think leverage come out of my mouth once. And I was like, you know what? No, it's my podcast. I have to kick my own butt. I have to. <laughs> so I'm held to the exact same standard. I promise you. I promise you. 
Um, before we talk about all the, the great stuff about Facebook, i got to ask you, just as an improviser, how did you come up with your improv character, Grandma Mary? Because I love it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, well, first of all, I think it's really because I always wanted to be Carol Burnett. That uh, just mm, was my dream. I, <laughs> yeah. And so, so I've always loved uh, her characters. And um, I mean, actually, it's really Vicki Lawrence's character, really, is the grandma character. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just, she was kind of my go to older character. I've got. I've got the ditzy character. I've got the um, I've got the the stoner dude. I've got a lot of it's just fun. It's I, and I've got the super hyper um, super successful mom and drives the minivan and really excited to take her kids to soccer. <laughs> so I, <laughs> my everyday character. So we got to do something different. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it hits a little too close to home there. That you do that, and I think it's fun, and I, I celebrate that because you know, growing up, I mean, I I think Carol Burnett was the first woman who had her own comedy show on TV that I watched, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, that's just opened up a whole new world to me. And so, yeah, um, when you when you say Carol Burnett or Vicki Lawrence, I'm I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's yeah. let's talk about the recent changes in Facebook, and I say recent a little bit tongue in cheek because it's constantly in a state of evolution. Right. Right, you can um, always say recent changes, and you're always right. <laughs> and you're always right. That's right, exactly. No, I, it, I'm always right. It's just like my my keys are always going to be in the last place I looked for them. It's always going to be. Um, can you can you tell us a little bit about what are the big things that that marketers really just need to understand? Well, some of the things that have been really on marketers' mind this, this especially for the whole first half of this year, basically, is just a decline in in organic reach. That's just been huge, and it's been interesting to hear some of the responses. I had a panel at Social Media Marketing World with some uh, varying sizes of companies, um, everyone from Century Twenty One to um, to a, a small startup. Um, Oh my gosh! Now I'm blanking out on the name, and I will find it. But um, you know, with with smaller, and then there was also Western Union, and um, and the Chargers, the San Diego Chargers. So you know, tons of different perspective on that. But really, it was interesting to hear from them that none of them were really that concerned with reach. It's all about making sure that you're effective with what you are able to do on Facebook. And even not of a lot of them were using a ton of advertising. Um, it was, um, oh, I just, Road Trip Nation was the other site. They had a really interesting page, actually tons of activities. So, um, so it's interesting to hear the response. And I know that for really smaller businesses, it's been extremely frustrating because smaller businesses have tighter budgets. They've really relied on social media to get the word out about their business. And when your organic reach is declining and going to almost nothing in some cases, it's frustrating. But yeah. you can still be effective with just a very small ad budget. I've I've just spent sometimes $5 boosting a post and and I think it's just a matter of our mindset around what Facebook is. It's really more of a subscription service at this point. It is a tool that you pay for monthly. It is no longer a totally free tool because you're and before it really wasn't either. You're spending your time there as well, which time is money, you know. Yeah. So you know you have to think about 
if it's still worth it for you to have that subscription, just like any tool you would have in your for your business. Um, and I think you can be a lot of businesses can be extremely effective with fifty dollars a month, or you know sometimes even less. Just by boosting it a little bit, it gets the momentum it needs to to um, to get more traction. And, and you have to be very clear around your goals. I think for a long time people were just posting things, and ooh, I got lots of likes and lots of comments. And that, uh, likes and comments don't pay the bills, so you have to have some <laughs> really clear goals. They might give you a little dopamine hit or whatever when you, right. <laughs> you know, right. and when you see how how popular you are. But it it really it, you really have to realize that the name of this whole game is driving traffic back to your website, getting people onto your email list, connecting them into your larger marketing funnel so that you can continue to build your relationship with these potential customers. Yeah, no, it, it's really interesting that you, you say that because I think there has been a shift and we people do have this kind of conception that, well, you know, it's, it's social media, it's free. Well, not, not really, not really. No, it's um, never and, been free. It's never been free. It was never free because the labor, it's, it's yeah, intensive exactly. in a very different way. It's not capital intensive, yeah. but it's labor yeah. intensive and it's analytics right. intensive. And it's, 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 and so this understanding of, I like your, your advice about thinking about it as kind of subscription and so that as part of your marketing budget, it should be yeah. allotted for anyway. It should be yeah. included. Right. And I actually find it a little bit refreshing because I am actually finding myself spending less time on Facebook than I used to because I just know that I'm going to strategically boost or promote a a few posts a month and I don't have to do quite as much work to get those out there. So, you know, it it, because you can kind of push them into the feed a little bit more. And so, Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it can be effective. I think it's interesting. You know, I've 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 had conversations with uh, folks that are in B two B, and for the longest time there was always like, well, yeah, you know, Facebook that's great for for consumer based companies. And I'm like, well, you know, not necessarily. Hold on, you know, because you can target so narrowly and so right. um, intensely with their with their you know ad solutions that. I think whereas, you know, a year or two ago, I think a lot of B2B marketers would have written off Facebook. It seems like we're now at a very different place where now people are going, well, actually, you know, it can work well for B2B. Yeah. What's your experience there? Yeah, I think it um, – I've actually had a lot of great luck with B2B in in growing people's business with Facebook ads in particular, you can target pretty well. It really does depend a little bit. I know that, um, a lot, and in fact, a lot of the the B2C ads and, and um, things I've been working on are more challenging. I'm finding them to be less of a, um, less of a, an opt-in there. I think, you know, the, the consumers are bombarded by ads all the time. I think if you're, if you've got a great product that's really perfect for a certain type of business, I think you can target pretty well on there based on what other pages they might like. And your mm-hmm. consumer can be a little bit more elusive sometimes uh, with with those kind of profiles that you can create. So I, I like Facebook for B2B. Um, it doesn't – it's I, like I say for everyone, I – I always caution anyone against drinking the Kool-Aid and, and <laughs> that anyone serves because you need to do your own testing. I have a lot of 
clients that come to me and said, oh, I heard I can get 10-cent opt-ins. And I'm like, well, that that not for your you know, financial planning service. Right. <laughs> you know? right. It's it's just not always going to translate between what one person's doing and what another person is doing. So you have to do your own testing. Oh, no no question. But it is interesting that, you know, with, with the tools getting so sharp and their analytics getting so good, I find that uh, – you you really can, regardless of what your goals are, if you're willing to invest the, the money, as you said, and think of it as just part of your regular monthly spend. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot you can do, and it's pretty impressive. Are there th- are there are there things that you're seeing where you think a lot of B2B marketers just miss? Um, maybe it's outside of the boosted posts or just ad spending. Yeah. Are there things about Facebook marketing that they just still don't get? Well, one of I mean. I, I guess in terms of mistakes that people are making, I think that um, people are getting a little bit more savvy about how to be a good marketer on Facebook, and it's not just about you know always pushing your sales. It's really I think people are coming around to the idea of having good content, and that that being the name of the game on on Facebook, so that you're providing a little bit more of a service, a little bit more of something that's going to draw someone in naturally rather than a sales message. So I I feel like, in general, businesses are getting better at doing that. I think one of the things that I'm seeing that's really working well on Facebook now is videos. And they're just getting a ton of play. And all visuals, really. Visuals, having really nice visuals helps a lot. But videos are going really far with, in terms of organic reach, for sure. And um, I think it, you can just tell a, a better story sometimes in a short video clip. And I think it also does have to be about something useful for people. But, um, yeah, I think that's a really great trend that is happening right now. Yeah, it's interesting. And if I remember reading correctly, there's so there's so much so many data points coming at you all the time. It's hard to remember the last one, but um, I remember reading fairly recently that Facebook video um, views have actually, um, I think, just just barely eclipsed YouTube just because of the embed feature. And now you just turn up the volume, and and it's allowing yeah. people to really just like uh, to your point, really be visual with video in Facebook. Yeah, yeah, definitely the autoplay is helping. You can turn the autoplay off. But not a lot. I think not a ton of people are realizing that. But yeah, in terms of it's actually the video has surpassed YouTube in a couple of different ways. In terms of straight uploads, I think it also surpassed it as well as views. So I think there's a couple of key things. And I've I've been telling people that you really need to upload to Facebook for the social aspect and also YouTube for the search. So you have to put it in two places now. Yeah. But you're 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 going to get found because Google owns YouTube, you know, with you're going to get found with your video by putting it on YouTube. You're going to get more social in the now interaction with with it just because you put it on Facebook directly. Um Facebook's actually kind of um throttling YouTube posts from what I've seen. 
Yeah, yeah, it seems that way. it definitely seems that way, and it's pretty it's pretty mm-hmm. incredible. Um, and and to your point, you 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 know you saw this coming. I think Facebook is a richer it's a richer platform than I think you know many of us a few years ago would have even seen. Uh, yeah. Who's 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 doing? Is there anybody out there, Andrea, that's blowing you away, either small business or big B two B business? Um, just in terms of creativity with Facebook, what what are you seeing out there that gives you Facebook envy, and you're like, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, you know, there's a ton of great, um, I I was just doing, I did a, I'm kind of a a fan of the small business uh, owner because I, I don't know, I just love the, um, that entrepreneurial spirit, that's where my heart lies. So I'm always looking at what's happening with small businesses because I think that it's easier to find what's happening with large businesses. Um, so I just did a recent post on this with um, 11, I think it was called, what was it called? <laughs> it was 11, um, 11 ways that small businesses are boosting their Facebook engagement. And a couple of the ones I really loved were, were just cool and creative. Was One was from Lithographs, and it's this uh, online store that creates art from books. And so they have all kinds of T-shirts, and art around the idea of good books. They have um, a T-shirt that you can buy with an entire book printed on it. It's like crazy. Uh, but insane. it's super, super tiny. I mean, it's like insane. Um, like Ernest, an Ernest Hemingway novel. And it's in this tiny, teeny, tiny print. So, wow. I mean, I love that as a business too, but they're they're actually doing some really cool things on Facebook. They were, um, Facebook and just in their business in, in general, they were having a, uh, world's longest tattoo chain, and they were um, had tattoo um, little temporary tattoos that they that they sell, and they were getting people from all around the world to get them and like post that they were on that on that chain. So it was just a really engaging uh, Facebook and social media experiment. I think overall, I think it was really really cool. Plus. Plus, it was cool little book quote tattoos, so fun. Yeah. Um, and then that's, another. That's oh, go ahead. Oh, that's creative. Excuse no, me. that's yeah. That's yeah. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. And um, another business that I I have been following for a while, and I love what they do over there. It's um, it's Momovation, and it's a kind of it's kind of a site that teaches organic. GMO-free food products, natural wellness, and nutrition. And they just recently had a Facebook party, and they were just, you know, kind of doing little giveaways. Every five minutes they would um, give something new away and post something new. And so, you know, we I've done Facebook parties in the past, but it was fun to see it ag- ag- again, to see that it still can work when you do something fun and creative and uh, have people hanging out on your on your Facebook page. So they were giving away discounts and, and little freebies, and, and they have really great uh, images and shares and videos and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I'm always blown away by the creativity of um, even big businesses. There's, it, it doesn't matter. It's really the creativity that you're talking about. That you know, when people find that thing that works for them, I think that's really exciting. And yeah, I, 
I've debated this with folks before. I, I tend to, you know, it's all about sales. You're right, likes and engagement doesn't pay the bills. But I, but I think that just tells you that can be a precursor to, uh, of things to come because when that drops off, you know, you're in something's something's off. So yeah. You know, finding those things that are going to capture people's attention and get them to share and get them to, to yeah. tell you what they're looking for, those still matter. Yeah, I think it's it's really about awareness and popping into a place where your your fans are when your potential customers are hanging out. It's digital word of mouth. People can share things from you, and someone else discovers you because of that, and then you know, they connect with you. So it it really, people wonder, well, is Facebook going away? Is social media going away? And I don't, I don't necessarily, I, I don't think Facebook is going away anytime soon. Things always evolve. New things are trying to take down Facebook all the time. So I don't, I don't think any of the social media is going away. I think that it's just um, making sure that you understand the the whole pers- the whole point and the whole purpose of being there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And and what's great to see is even bigger businesses are getting better at understanding Facebook. And I and you yeah, know, it, it's nice to see kind of that lighter side. I think GE's done a really interesting job with storytelling yeah. on the Facebook page. And I, I wouldn't have said that five years ago. I don't think anyone no, would have said General no. Electric would be. <laughs> yeah, you know, compelling. it's it's fu- it's funny that you say you mentioned GE too because I. Notice that as well, that they're just really having some really cool videos. They're doing some really cool things um, all over social media. I think they've got great Pinterest boards. Uh, you know, so it's it's interesting to see how brands have evolved too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it. You know, and I when I start talking about heavy industrial equipment like Caterpillar and and using them as examples of like like high end like capital intensive B2B doing something fun on their yeah. page then I know times have changed. Unfortunately <laughs> 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 there's not enough of those examples. I, I hope there's more, but you know they did some fun stuff pretty, you know, uh, you know in the last year where they they uh took these um big, you know, machines and and put them in like, you know, these kind of monster truck rally situations like, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just really fun and different, and they changed the context of discussion around their whole product and who they were, and it just exposed them to a whole audience that you know of monster truck fans. And I thought that was really, really brilliant to take something mm-hmm. completely that nobody would have an interest in discussing and really change that context for discussion. And I think if 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 Caterpillar can do it, then I think there is hope for <laughs> right, right. Companies. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is there is there anything out there that you think, um, just in terms of driving leads? Um, you know, everybody's looking for the contest. Everybody's looking for the integration with their their email campaigns. Is there something that you see out there, um, not just content, but an approach to to driving leads that has caught your attention? Any company out there doing anything really interesting that way? Um, yeah, I mean, I think always anytime you offer something really valuable, I think that there's a lot of B2B companies doing a lot of amazing reports that are basically like huge ebooks. I just saw recently I think HubSpot offered a whole bunch of um of um of uh what's the word I'm looking for? Free royalty free images to people. 
And they know that their clientele is also businesses who are looking for images and have to pay for images. So I thought that was really perfect targeting right there to to know what your client wants for free. And they had like some crazy amount of uh, free royalty-free images available for download and, um, you know, Got, I, I saw it several times from people who were sharing how awesome it was. And, you know, when you, sh- when you see someone sharing this great deal that's basically a way for you to collect leads as a company, that's when you know you have something really valuable. So um, I, think it, it, I think a lot of businesses are tempted to charge for things, and if you for every single thing and you have to give some things away to establish that relationship and give something valuable away not and not just i think sometimes people tend to go with the 10% off coupon or something like that and and that you still have to spend money with that kind of thing you know right. it it right. can be good for someone who's already thinking about buying something with you but it also could just be discounting services that they may have paid for anyway so if you're really talking about leads you want to think about what's something valuable that could maybe be a little bit tangential to what you really offer but still be extremely valuable to your core targeted audience. So um, that was a really good one that I saw just recently. I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean, I think I think the big free reports still work really well. I, I just see people opting in all the time to the free report webinars, sometimes don't do quite as well because it's a live in-person event and if you don't have a spe- if you haven't like specifically said that you're going to offer a recording for that I've often seen those to convert at a higher price in ter- in terms of Facebook ads so I know that a lot of people say well I want people to come live so I don't want to to offer a recording and you know I get that but you're going to get a smaller core audience so I think that if you have a free report and a and a free webinar, then you can use those really well together. Um, so you get people connected to your free report for a cheaper cost, and then you know some of those people you can get on for a live webinar too. So yeah, no, and you can convert a- them. You can kind of put them into a funnel. So you can say you know get them on the free report, and then through email offer them a chance to get on the live webinar. Now you've just reduced your conversion cost right there. Absolutely. And and, and HubSpot is excellent at that, and, and you bring up a great example of it because they do it well, and they do give out a lot of free templates. And they, I think there's, there's, they're smart about it, and they know what people mm-hmm. value, and they also get it shared. I mean, that thing gets shared. I usually find out about the HubSpot stuff because my, my network, people in my network are talking about it and sharing about it. Sharing it and, yeah. Um, they're so smart about the way that, I mean, as we talked about earlier, I mean, look, likes are great, but if it's not driving conversions or leads, if you don't have a funnel, and that's as much jargon as, as I think we've used. I today, know, I know. If it's not, <laughs> if it's not driving a funnel, then what's the point? And I, and I, you know, we it is for business, and you do have to link it yeah. back to the funnel after all. So, right. All right. We we in, our, in the few minutes we have left. If there was just one thing you could say, Andrea, just if there was just one piece of advice you could leave marketers with, if that if they made one little change, they'd see results. What would that be? I think really, if you if you're not using a lot of visuals and or video right now, I think use 
get get some great visuals in place. There's so many great tools out there now. I'm not a designer. I um I can cre- even I can create awesome in- images with things like PicMonkey or Canva. Those are two of my favorite tools. Snagit is an awesome tool as well. And just just create uh some really nice visuals. Um and and think about what's in it for them. What are you pro- what are you providing your audience with? And also think about a video. You don't have to necessarily be on the camera. You could be doing a screen share. You could be doing a little video with images and you talking in the background or something like that. Just think about getting some video out there on Facebook and and testing that out for yourself. Excellent. Excellent. You'll have to come back. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. It really does. Woo, zip, zip. by like lickety splits and there's a lot more good stuff, so... We'll have you back. Thanks so much. Have a have a great Memorial Day weekend. But before you go, um, what's the best uh, place people can find you? Is it your www.andreavalvihl.com? That's the best place. There's links to all my social sites on the side. I've got a free report that people can grab if they want to and some free webinars. So connect over there. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Uh-huh, take care. All right, that was fun. We'll have her back. So much to discuss in a half an hour. We can't possibly get to it all, but the good news is is there's a sequel. There has to be a sequel when it's that good. So um, you can visit her website. She's got a lot of great content. I really enjoy reading her stuff. Um, It's been very helpful to me in understanding Facebook uh, marketing. All right, everybody, thank you for your comments and questions. As always, I read them, and it helps me understand what you want. So keep those coming. Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, at keepingithuman.com. All right, everybody, I'm Kathy Clotes Guest, keeping it human so you keep it human out there too. We will be back next week. We will have Annette Simmons, the author of The Story Factor, one of my favorite, favorite storytelling books on the show to talk about what's new in her update. She's got a new version of The Story Factor app, so join us for that. All right, everybody, have a safe, fantastic, fabulous Memorial Day weekend. Take care.